0: excited to have you guys here today for another fantastic episode. That's right. Last week we talked about our first jobs that we ever had and those were fun. But today if you missed it by the way go check it out. Today we're gonna to talk about something else. What? I want to share with you guys a passion of mine. Something oh. that has been... I got bit by a bug. Oh my. Or rather stung, stung. by a bee. <laughs> So uh, when I was probably, I don't know, four, no, 15, 15 or 16 years old, I went to Oregon and I spent the summer with my grandpa. And uh, we, I spent the summer there and I helped him because he's always done beekeeping for years. And over the course of the summer, I helped him tend his beehives. Um, I helped him catch swarms of bees. And that was really fun. And I learned all about this beekeeping thing. And I was like, man, this is like really cool. This is really fun. Um, And uh, I remember like just falling in love with beekeeping and wanting to have my own beehive. And I came back home and my brother Matthew, who's a little bit younger than a couple years younger than me. He also got excited and interested in beekeeping. And he actually, for some reason in my mind, I remember him taking the, the initiative to actually get a beehive. Hmm. And I kind of like helped a little bit. Um, but my grandpa came to visit us for like a couple days or a week. Maybe he was here for a month, I don't remember. But I remember him coming to visit and he helped us to acquire our first beehive. And it was like this box that was already established of bees. And uh, we got it from a local beekeeper guy. I don't know how my grandpa found him or anything. All I know is that we put the bees on our back porch and it was like heaven. It was like the most exciting project I'd ever worked on in my entire life up to this point. And the bees were working and my brother, Matthew, he had a bee suit. And I think when my grandpa came, he helped me to get a bee suit, too. And so me and Matthew, we were able to take care of the bees together and we'd open up the bee box and we'd look at all the frames and we'd see the bees all buzzing around and we'd try to find the queen. Um, and my grandpa gave me a couple of books. He gave me a book called the art and adventure of beekeeping. And then he gave me another book called how to keep bees and sell honey. Hmm. They're both old books, like from, like from the, the mid 1900s, like wow. old. Um, but I read both of them and I just, I learned so much reading those books. That I just like fell in love. And ever since then, I've never lost my love and my passion for beekeeping. Mm-hmm. Like it's always been something that I just cherish. And every year I want bees and I want to take care of them. Like even right now, I'm kind of like, man, it's springtime. I haven't ordered my bees yet this year. Like I need to go get some more bees um, just because it's so fun.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <sighs> and uh, anyway, that's how I got started in beekeeping.
1: That's cool. I, I was like
0: spending the summer with my grandpa. Um, and I can tell you some more, some stories. What? <laughs> so we kept the bees on our back porch and we had an acre. So we had some space, but the bees were like facing the backyard and anytime kids would run past or whatever, the bees would, were in the flight path. And so I was like, how can I make it so that the bees are not going to sting people as they're just playing outside. And so in one of the books that I'd read, he had tied up like these flags in front of the beehive that were kind of like waving. And that constant movement got the bees comfortable with movement, so that if if people walked by, um, it wouldn't upset the bees because mm. it was normal to see movement in the flight in the ways of the bees where the bees fly. And so I hung up a couple of little flags. And uh, I remember one time I was standing really, really, really close to the bees, and I was just kind of watching them as they're flying in and out of their house. And I got a little bit overconfident, I guess. And one of the bees wasn't very happy with me. And so it stung (laughs) me right on the neck. I think I got two different stings right on my neck. And uh, it swelled up really big and it hurt really bad. Another time I got stung on my eyelid.
1: Was this when... I'll tell you that story later. Okay. (laughs) um,
0: I got stung on my neck really, really bad and and it hurt and it itched. Um, But I remember... uh, I can't remember where I was going with the story.
1: You're trying to get the flight path. Right. So that kids wouldn't get stung. And then you got too overly confident and got stung.
0: <laughs> Every time I've ever been stung, it's always from getting overly confident. Mm-hmm. Like I try to do They're something They're my best I friends do. now.
1: It's <laughs> like they don't even have stingers. Ouch, it you is. Know, they still have stingers. <laughs> right.
0: Um, so m- I made an agreement with my mom uh, th- that she would pay for all the beekeeping equipment that I wanted. And in exchange, I would give her honey. And we established a value to the honey. Um, I think it was like five dollars a pound.
1: Which is pretty great. That's really low. And so
0: for every pound of honey that I made, I would give it to her, and then it would take five dollars off of the debt that I owed for all the beekeeping equipment that she had purchased. So I bought like
1: pretty good deal, I'd say. It was for a great her. deal.
0: It was a great deal for her and for me. Okay, like good. because I was able to get ten beehives and it didn't come out of my pocket, it came out of hers. I probably spent like maybe $1000 on all this beekeeping equipment and and then the the cool thing was in the summertime in Florida or all the year basically is all summertime so the bees were producing honey all year round and as That's the,
1: amazing. Um,
0: one day they were just in this one box and one day we came home um and we noticed that they were swarming the bees were leaving the box and we're like
1: what's going on the bees are leaving there cuz it looks Terrifying. When you see a swarm of bees, it's like, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. Like if you walked into the middle of that, you would die.
0: It does look terrifying. It's actually really cool. If you look at the entrance of the hive as they're swarming, it looks like water flowing out. But it's like fluid. It's just tens of thousands of bees all evacuating instantly and then there's like this huge cloud of bees like in winnie the pooh when he's getting chased Mm -hmm, by the swarm right there's this huge cloud of bees and they're all buzzing around a, a million miles an hour and it's loud and it's like what's going on and then if you watch it for long enough all of a sudden the cloud of bees starts moving it starts shifting and you're like wait where's it going it's going that way and so you start following the cloud of bees and then it all of a sudden they start to swarm around this branch on a tree and then you start to notice that they're landing on the branch and that there's this little cluster of bees on the branch that gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, and bigger until it's this huge ball of bees mm-hmm. on this branch. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, it's, it's so crazy and it's freaky and it's scary and it's exciting. And that first swarm of bees landed up on the branch and we're like, ah, it's like 30 feet high. How are we going to be able to get that swarm of bees? Because um, what happened was the beehive got too full. And so half of the bees left and the other half stayed. And so we're like, well, now we have a second hive. If we can get those bees down and put them in a box, now we have two box, two beehives. That's
1: the tricky part.
0: But they were so high up, we couldn't get them. So I was like, let's just keep an eye on them. And then maybe they'll they'll swarm again and go somewhere else. Because they're not just going to stay on that branch. And I think they stayed there for like two days. Wow. And then finally, we came back one day and they were gone. Oh. It was sad. And we had another swarm. And... Uh, we followed it. There's...
1: Sometimes it's smart just to keep an empty bee box so that maybe they'll just swarm just... into that box. Cuz we've had that happen. We have before. had that happen. <laughs> that's pretty amazing when you're like, "Oh, here's my empty. <gasps> it's not empty. <gasps> There's honey. There's bees." It's so exciting when that happens.
0: I want to tell you the story about when I got stung on my eye. <laughs> no. <laughs> One day we had a swarm and we followed the swarm and we were watching it and we were following it and it went all the way across our yard. And then it went across the street and it started heading into the, like this new subdivision. It was brand new homes. Um, they hadn't even built any of the homes yet. It was like the model home was the only home there and it had like this little scrawny tree in the front. <laughs> and we followed the bee swarm all the way to this like model home. We were running along the street, trying to follow it to see where it would land. And then as soon as we found out where it landed, we'd come home and grab a new bee box. So we followed it to where it landed and we saw it land on this tiny little tree, maybe like two feet off the ground outside of this model home. And so we're like, That's
1: lucky. Considering, perfect. considering how many trees are in Florida, the chances of that happening are like slim to none. So that's pretty amazing.
0: <laughs> so we're like, Great. Okay, we got it. We got it. We got it. Let's go get a box. So we ran home. We got a box. We ran it over there. And then just like my grandpa taught me, We took the swarm and we were able to get it. Of course we're in bee suits. Yes. We (laughs) don't want to get stung. We're not crazy people. Mm -hmm. So I had my bee suit on. We moved the bees into the box. We took the box home. Um, And then I think then after the bees were in the box in the backyard we were done. Then I think I took off the bee suit and we went back to go talk to like the management of this new you know home building neighborhood. Just to let them know, hey we gotta be—we got the bees out of the out of your hair, you know. If you ever have any swarms, let us know. We're here. Um, so I went back there, but there was a couple of straggler bees that were left behind that we didn't get. And when I got back to the same area, one of them was angry, and it came and stung me right in the eye.
1: Ouch! You're like, hey, oh, I didn't get them all. I'm so sorry. And <laughs> then they come out and I get stung a little bunch.
0: <laughs> it had swelled up my whole eye was swollen shut like I would just gotten a huge shiner it was just like
1: Oh yeah that happened another time when we were first dating actually I don't think we were married yet
0: I got something in the eye while we were dating yeah wow yep I forgot that
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> It was either while we were dating I think it was while we were dating anyway um, But you talking about all your passions when you were a teenager makes me want to talk about mine What is yours? So it started out in art class. So at first, so I played the clarinet growing up until like eighth grade. So from like fourth grade till eighth grade for four years and I got pretty good at it. But then I went to homeschool and I didn't want to do it anymore when I got to high school because I was behind all the other people that kept doing it while I was at homeschool. And I just I don't know it was a good opportunity for me to get out of it, so I didn't do it. And then I got to high school and I started doing choir, which was really fun. And you could only get in, like there was only one kid who got in as a freshman. All the other people, the choir teacher was very like, very particular and you could only get in when you were like a sophomore. Mm. Most people got in as a sophomore. And then if you were in as a sophomore, you kind of did it every year after that. And you didn't have to try out anymore, but we had to try out the first time. And all he did was play keys on the piano and we had to try and match it. Okay. And that was the try out or whatever. And I just matched it. And he was like, okay. And then later he's like, okay, you got in. And I was like, yeah, I got
0: in. Good job.
1: It was pretty good. I don't know if I could do that now. I'm like way (laughs) off now. But at the time I was pretty good. So that was one of the things that I really loved doing. But Mostly the things that I really loved and what I ended up going to college for later was art. Um, And And you are very good at art. I love art and I don't do very much of it right now. But I'll find something.
0: Making videos is art.
1: That's true.
0: At least that's what I tell myself. So I feel (laughs) like I'm an artist.
1: So um, the biggest thing well actually I started taking pictures at home mom had a camera and i started taking pictures and then i would show my mom the pictures and she was like where is that at and i was like that's just outside and she's like i don't know where it's at still <laughs> and i was like i'll show you So i would like show her i went down here and i took a picture right here but it, i made it look like it was old-fashioned or whatever like the way that i would do it and she's like that looks like it's from the pioneer time like we had a house that was a pioneer house that was kind of Um, Falling apart across the street and I like went down and I took a picture with like a plant in the front yard or whatever And that in the background and it made it look like it was an old pioneer photo somehow And I liked doing that and I took a lot of pictures like that and my mom was always like She's so good at that naturally. She just does such a good job. I was like "Thanks." (laughs) Um, (laughs) But then I went into I did like 2d art and I did drawing and I did painting and um, I started to get pretty good at a few different things. I did ceramics my freshman year. I remember Are you going to talk
0: about the phone book?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, but what about this? Uh, I just want to make sure because
0: you reminded me of that story. And then I'm like, well, maybe she's getting to that. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead.
1: But that's actually that reminds me of a funny story. And I remember um, in my freshman year in my art class, my first like ceramics class, there was this one boy and he kept flirting with me a lot and he was a senior and I was a freshman. <laughs>
0: what does flirting with you a lot like, look like?
1: Like constantly following hey, me around baby, and doing? doing that type of thing. Wow. Just like you're so cute. Oh man, you're adorable. Or stuff like that. That's and true. I was like You are Oh thanks. Yeah. <laughs> But that's—I don't know why that popped into my head. I guess just that memory with the classroom in my head. Um, but my first year, I wasn't very it's confident. So cute. Oh, thanks.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> my first year, I wasn't very confident with like art stuff very much. But then I, I just kept doing it each year, and I got really good. And um, my first and I think only painting that I did, um. I, it was a painting of our front, my front porch. I wish I had a picture of it. I actually ended up selling this painting later to my cousin. Who bought it for like $300 or something. Wow, I, I didn't that. know that. Maybe it was a hundred. I don't know. But it, I cool. was like, I put a pretty high price. I remember thinking that's a high price for that painting and she bought it.
0: For your first painting? Yeah. That you ever sold 300 bucks?
1: I think so. Hey! Basically, it was either 100 or... You need to get
0: back into the painting
1: business. (laughs) (laughs) But it was cool because the process of doing it was like uh, using a projector you take a picture and you use a projector and you project that paint that picture down on your canvas and then you trace it out. Mm. So without doing it like that I probably would not have done very well. (laughs) I really felt like I was cheating but it looked really good when I was done so I, and that's how the teacher taught us to do it. So we did a pretty good job. Um, cool. And, um, there was a contest it was like enter this contest to see if you can get your painting on the front cover of the phone book. Like that was the San phone. Pete County, County phone book or whatever. And so I was like okay my art teachers like you should do this. I think you could do really good. And I was like okay, he was so good. Like he was always encouraging me. You should join this contest. You should join this contest with all my artwork like all the time. He's like put it in. Just put it in. Trust me. This is a good idea, and I won a lot of things. I did a good job, and it was because he was like really encouraging and helpful. Oh such a good teacher anyways. um, So yeah, I put it in and then a little while later. I can't remember when they were like, you won! And I was like, what? They're like, yeah, this is you get to have this on the front cover of the phone book. And I was like, "Wow!" So they put it on the front cover of the phone book and it got shipped out to everybody in Sanpete County and that was my painting.
0: What year was that?
1: That was like...
0: That 2008? Or 2007?
1: I don't know actually. Because
0: when I first met your family The first picture I ever saw of you was the picture of you inside that phone book.
1: Yeah, because it it like had this little picture of me and a like uh, description of the artist and you know or whatever. Whatever I was thinking about that painting or something, something like that. And it was pretty cool to have my to have my painting in the front and then to have my face on the phone book that says like who I am, why I did it. It It's cool.
0: I wonder if that could be like... Worth something now, Ah! famous.
1: (laughs) I'm sure lots of people have old phone books somewhere
0: of you and your art.
1: I wonder if we have one. I don't even think I have one.
0: You don't have one in like all your your portfolio. No,
1: it makes me want to find it so I can show you guys. Yeah, that's a good picture. Yeah, that's the first picture Michael ever saw of me right Mm -hmm. and he's like she's cute (laughs)
0: she's cute yeah i'll go on a date with her i guess (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) and later you told me i looked better than my picture you do you're so sweet (laughs) (laughs) um and then another time uh i and i just loved ceramics i loved ceramics painting i i Figured it out a little bit as I went, but it wasn't like my passion. I was more frustrated with it and like Mm. I think if I gave it time and energy today, I would get much better, but it was like not fun To me at the time Until it was done and then I was like, okay, I like it now (laughs) (laughs) Um, but anyways Ceramics was what I really loved. I loved building things with clay 3d. That was so much fun I still love that nowadays Um, And the things I was the absolute best at was I was good at the wheel so spinning pottery on the wheel and like, you know, building it that was really really fun and They say it takes like 60 to 100 times making pots before you're good at it and then it's like riding a bike I think anyway. it took you only
0: six to ten times.
1: Really <laughs> no, hey,
0: you so made some really good stuff. So
1: many times, but I did it for years before you saw me do it. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: but then mm. I also really, really loved building just from clay, not on the. So did you pot. do
0: ceramics in high school? Yeah. And then I did again ceramics in college.
1: In high school, I think every year of high school—that's four. Years. I did
0: not realize you took that many years of ceramics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For some reason, I thought that college was your first experience I might have with had ceramics. one year
1: or two that I didn't do ceramics, but I know I did at least two years of ceramics okay before college cool and then um I was like i I was inspired by somebody who was talking about how they made treats like ice cream cones or something out of like clay made it try to look real, mm. and I was like, "I love that idea because." Really, the thing that I had struggled with up until that point was just finding something I actually wanted to make, Mm -hmm. like, and because you put so much time and energy into one little thing, it made me like, be a lot more picky than I would typically be because I was like, I don't want to spend, well, for me, another thing with uh, playing the clarinet, like I had just picked that randomly, frivolously. That instrument to, to learn to play and I figured out within like a month that I didn't like that instrument and so that was really frustrating to me to then play it for four more years <laughs> and not actually like it that whole time I so liked you it okay it was huh? enough but not. I it wasn't a passion I did not like it enough to have it be a passion and so when I went to choose what I wanted to make with ceramics I was a lot more picky <laughs> and I decided I wanted to build a cake like napoleon no like pedro <laughs> and so i made cakes and i started out and they did not look very good you won awards with those
0: cakes too didn't I you i did yeah jeez you're like awards i won you're like,
1: multiple awards with those cakes
0: you've got like what's it, what's it called Deco- very decorated i think that's what like a oh someone <laughs> well, yeah. who's won a whole bunch of awards is called decorated <laughs> I'm a
1: very decorated artist. You're
0: a very decorated artist before I ever even met you. Yeah. No, you yeah. haven't won any awards. I guess you've won like, <laughs> the YouTube you play about? button award. Yeah,
1: I mean that's like the ultimate award. That's way cooler than yeah. the phone book. <laughs> but then I uh, I built some cakes and they, I did everything I possibly could do to make them look real. And it got really interesting because all of the kids in the whole class would watch me make it. Like I would basically build the form out of whatever shape the cake was going to be. So a very basic shape and I didn't want it to just be round and make it look like a cake that hadn't been cut into. I wanted it to have like a slice cut out of it and then have the slice separate from the cake. So it looked like I had literally cut a piece out and it was like in the process of being about to be eaten. And then you could see the inside and see more detail. And anyways, I was really excited about that. So I started building like the forms of it and I did a test run with one and it is awful. And I think I still have it. It's really ugly. And I I did not do a very good job. But from that, I learned how to do a much better job. And then um, it was cool because the way that I made them, like I could build out the form, the shape of the basic cake and then The clay, you can add enough water to it to get it to the perfect consistency of frosting and that's what I ended up doing so that I literally was just frosting a cake and it went really quickly and it looked amazing and it looked real and it was just frosting a cake. I even used like the cake um, tip like in the bag and everything just like frosting a cake, but it was totally fake
0: <laughs> it was all clay,
1: but when I did like the frosting part, I remember my teacher just sitting there like, "Wow!" Like he Why was, didn't I think of he that? was blown away by it. <laughs> he loved it. Like he was, and he would invite people in and be like, "Can you show them your cakes?" Like he would. <laughs> it was really cool, and I remember him, um, my uh, foods teacher, saying, "Show me your cakes," because I told her, like, "I up to me like that." <laughs> I was like, okay, they're gonna be. Excuse me, (laughs) you're dirty, dirty (laughs) (laughs) man. No, show me cakes. (laughs) But it was it was really cool. I remember I got in the school newspaper because I got into the Springville Art Show, and at the Springville Art Show, they asked if I would sell them. Actually, and I said no, because how much do you think they would? Because I think I put six hundred. Actually, I put six hundred dollars. You're like,
0: I don't want to sell them, but if I'm gonna sell them, I want to make six hundred dollars.
1: That's what I. I was like six hundred dollars. I put a lot of work into this, which now I'd be like, that is not enough for the amount of work I put in. That is not enough, and you can't buy that anywhere. Right. That's like people make it, but they didn't sell. They didn't sell, and so I was—I was actually relieved. In fact, I remember thinking, put the highest number you could possibly think in your brain, for what it's worth, so that no one will buy it. And then I was okay that they didn't buy it
0: because <laughs> you didn't <laughs> so, want to sell it. I didn't or...
1: actually want to sell it, but they were like, if you wanted to sell it, how much would you put it for? Because most art stu—like art students—had a number for their art for sale at these art shows. So, anyways, they didn't sell, but they ended up later breaking. Oh. Not both of them, but a little bit. You just have them them
0: right here in the kitchen, don't you? I have
1: I have one of them in the kitchen, but I had two sets. I had a brown chocolate cake with a chocolate slice. That's the one you still have, right? No, I I think I have the white cake with the white slice. Okay. It looked more. It looks more like um, like a red velvet cake with like cream cheese frosting on it. That's my favorite one. I think that's the one that I did the best on.
0: And I've told you guys the story about the first time I met her family, and I saw the cakes. Right on the table, we we're all in the room together, and I saw the cake sitting right on the di- like coffee table in the middle of the room.
1: They were just on display because they looked on display because cool.
0: it looked cool, right? But here I am thinking for hours. I'm like, man, that cake's gonna get hard. Why aren't they offering me any of that cake? Like they've got <laughs> it out. It's gonna get hard. It's cut out. It's, it's on a plate. Well. Obviously, they're planning on eating this soon. <laughs> Why have they not
1: offered started me. eating it? <laughs>
0: I'm getting hungry. They got We were there for a couple hours. And
1: he loves cake too. He loves I cake. I think
0: I actually said that and everybody laughed at me. Well
1: eventually eventually, after you had been talking for hours.
0: You weren't even there. I wasn't
1: there but you said after you had been talking for <laughs> hours you were like
0: Are um, we gonna eat that, that cake? And
1: they were like no! Uh, <laughs> I I'm gonna go, I'm gonna I go get, get the cake. Some I'm cake. gonna go get the cake. Okay. So
0: you guys can see it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I also won another award once oh. I got to Sorry. in high school with this with the same cakes like those cakes won a lot of awards and I got a hundred dollars. I won the, the top prize won a hundred dollars from that um Contest and it was like just at another art building another gallery place that they put it in and my art teacher was always like suggesting to Put it in these contests because it was gonna win. He kept saying that, it was so so nice of him. Oh wait, we do have a chocolate. Do we not have the other one? Cake anyone? Cake anyone? It's got little chips in it, so you can totally see that it's fake. It's all dusty too. Yeah, <laughs> dusty, but... So if you're watching on YouTube, you will be able to see my cake that I built in high school. Made it exactly like, I guess if you flip it upside down. It still has the paper in it. What does the paper say? Oh, you should read it. Okay, I'll read the paper on the inside. It says, "2008 Utah High School Art Show Entry, North Sanpete High School, Rebecca Lee." It has my address and my phone number. (gasps) (gasps) Don't break that! Oh my goodness! I would
0: never break this.
1: Oh, I titled it, have your cake and eat it too. But I apparent, apparently that was a joke because you can't eat this. <laughs> but it looks real. It's really dusty right now.
0: But doesn't um, this look so real? Like if you saw this at someone's house and it's like sitting there on display, it's it's a little bit dusty, I, I admit. But when it was new, it was yeah. like, it just looks so good.
1: Yeah.
0: I want to take a bite right
1: now <laughs> and this is the cake and it's it's big like that's here's my hand on it It's a like, full-size cake. That's huge use this as the thumbnail for this video
0: <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, cool,
1: but I when I made that everybody wanted to see it Everybody wanted to see me making it and when it was finally done It was like a big deal and everybody was like oh, I want to see it. I want to see
0: it. It's so a big bad. deal. It's really cool. And
1: then it got put in one i think three different art shows and i won i was telling them while you were gone that i won so not this not the springville art show not the high school art show i think this wasn't made until after the art the high school art show but the art show that was in ephraim actually like the last thing my senior year i think was when i put it in and I won first place and I got a hundred dollars <laughs> and I was so happy Good and I was really close with all of these other schools actually and the other guy that that put it in that was right below me he had made all these tiny sculptures <coughs> of real people And they looked real and they were amazing. And he was like in the running with me and it was between me and him. And he got second place.
0: (laughs) Good job, Becca.
1: I'm so happy about it. I still, I'm so proud.
0: You should be. That's really cool. (laughs) But
1: really, and then I actually made a three-tier wedding cake. That's in the kitchen right now too. We talked
0: about that. In the earlier oh, episodes. We? Yeah, because yeah. that was when we were engaged. We
1: have that one too if you don't want to say it. It's
0: that was cool. during our engagement you built that.
1: I made it for our wedding so we could have a wedding cake that's fake and a wedding cake that was real.
0: <laughs> but we still have it to this yeah, day. We it's, do. it's a fun memory to be able to have that mm-hmm. wedding cake.
1: It's really cool.
0: Well um, uh, other than that I think that was kind of like
1: some those are your passions, of the passions and my passions growing beekeeping. up what I really cared about
0: I mentioned that you know I would I spent a summer in Oregon uh learning beekeeping for my grandpa um actually for from the time I was like maybe 15 all the way until I was like 18 years old or as an adult so like three or four years uh, every summer I would go to Oregon for about two months um, and my grandpa would pay my ticket so I could get there um, and then during the course of the summer, I would work for him and pay off my ticket. So like if the ticket was $300, um, then I would work for him at a rate, you know, $8 an hour or $5 an hour or whatever. And that would work as many hours as I needed to, to pay for the ticket. And then other than that, I got to stay and play. Cause my whole, like all my cousins on my mom's side of the family are all in Oregon. Mm-hmm. They all live in Corvallis uh, or they're in, in that area. At least They did. Um, and I would go to Oregon every summer and I'd, and I would work and I'd play and just make fun memories with cousins and um, It was always quite the adventure especially because I was away from a home. I was away from my siblings I was away from my mom and dad and it was like a little bit of like freedom. And it was really cool. <laughs> it's so
1: funny because both of us come from families with nine kids and like in his family, the older kids all really wanted to get out of the house and get going with their life. And same with my family. It was like Whatever. the older kids.
0: Older kids are still living at home with your mom and dad. Oh,
1: but at that time, like they were ready to get out of the house and get their driver's license. <laughs> you know, move on with life. Right. Um, And now we're just so cool. They want to live with us.
0: <laughs> we are pretty cool. Just kidding. <laughs> well, it, it was fun because I'd go to Oregon for the summer and I would like have fun with my cousins and i'd have a really good time and like i would grow as a person you know and i'd and i'd have a little bit more of like a better attitude about things and every time i would come back to florida i would want to bring like i would come back to florida and be like man i don't want to be sad i don't want to be like bored i don't i don't want to be upset like i want to take all the fun of oregon and bring it back with me yeah and keep that that feeling alive all year long Mm mm-hmm um, and so it helped kind of make the culture at home a little bit more fun. Yeah. A little bit more inclusive so that...
1: One day I want to go back to Florida and I want to get a vacation home. That's like a dream board thing. Boop, right? I'm gonna put that on my wall.
0: Let's do it. And
1: then we can go there and live for two months out of the year. The the best two months of temperature like go to the beach and go to Disney World a lot. And then come home. That'll be cool. I wanna do that. At least a month at a time. Like <laughs> <laughs> even if it's not two months.
0: <laughs> cool. Well, hey, I think that's it for today's episode of Beach Theory. Learning about our our teenage passions for the things that we love and, and that we still love, even to this day. That was like the birth of our of our realization that we love these things. Yeah. You know, with art or beekeeping, whatever. So well, um, we
1: ought to go there and we ought to get a house that is in your old ward.
0: Maybe. That'd be cool. <laughs> I don't know where that came from it has nothing to do with the conversation
1: because I'm dreaming now you got me dreaming about like you, you know like okay this is why I got I started thinking about that because you were talking about keeping like a good mindset that you didn't have while you were there well when we were there I didn't have a good mindset either Right. and I, I I guess in my brain I want closure from that time in my life not being set right
0: you feel like your Florida experience was tainted yeah and you want to go back and make it bring right. bring, bring what I've learned now paradigm and perspective
1: to there yeah. and like, to I just feel like it would be healing and it would be better
0: I agree I think it absolutely would be yeah let's Anyways, do it. let's do it okay High five. all right we love you guys thanks so much for tuning to beach theory we'll see you guys next week next week I want to talk about Something else. Dating? Should we talk about dating? Is
1: that what you were looking at me weird for?
0: <laughs> let's talk about dating as teenagers. Okay, let's Before do we met each other.
1: Woo! All right.
0: So stay tuned. It's coming up next week. It's going to be a good one. All Bye, right. guys. See Bye. ya. Bye.